Hey, happy girls. It's Missy, your favorite bra lady here. And today we want to look at the rest of the story, how I became a bra lady and really kind of the behind the scenes story of how I got to be doing what I'm doing. So join me for this episode. Hey, happy girls. Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Bra Lady with Missy Helderman. We cannot wait to teach, inspire, and even maybe share a giggle or two with our beloved Happy Girls family. So without further ado, let's dive right in to today's episode with Missy. Hey, happy girls. I am so glad that you have chosen to join us this week. Today, we're going to talk about, actually, I had a friend ask me, hey, would you tell us how you got started to do bra fitting? of all things. And so I thought, you know what? That'd be a great podcast. That's what we're going to do. Okay. So let me kind of tell you my past, my history. And it's kind of funny because the things that I have done in my life had nothing to do with bras. Matter of fact, I hate to wear bras. I will be the first one to tell you. I'm not the kind who loves all the lace and all the lingerie and everything about that. I'm just not about it. Just like shoes. I've also sold shoes in my life. When I was in college, I worked for a shoe store. And the first thing I do is kick off my shoes every chance I get. Bras, shoes. There's bras, shoes, and Girl Scout cookies. Those are the three things I've sold in my life. And I bet you can guess the only one that I still really like. Yes, Girl Scout cookies. Gotta love them, right? Well, anyway, I was reaching this milestone of a birthday. Okay. It's a big four Oh. Okay. I was reaching it. My mind was going, is this all there is to life? Is this really what I'm meant to do? I feel like I had this big calling on my life. I felt like I had this, um, desire to help bring impact and transformation to women's lives, but honestly had no idea how or, you know, what that would look like. I mean, honestly, I was even going down the path of doing like life coaching and looking at what life coaching meant, what it entailed and all. And what had happened is in a matter of, gosh, I think it was like six months to a year, I had my aunt and four friends who ended up having breast cancer. And in talking to them, I realized the stress and strain they had to go through, just all of the embarrassment and that kind of thing that they had to go through to find bras and prosthesis for after their breast mastectomies. And I remember my aunt, we talked quite a bit about it and she would share with me how she would go to this little store and like the women, she would ask kind of discreetly because she was kind of embarrassed by it. She would ask the lady, where would I go to do that? Well, she would just scream across the store. Hey, you got another one. Here's one that needs. And she would be just mortified. So then she'd go to another store. And this little store would only order her in one bra and one prosthesis at a time. And she would have to go back to the employee bathroom 
which we all know that that is not the most beautiful place in all of the stores, right? She would have to try on her bras in that place. And then there was really not a lot of expert advice that was given to her on how to wear them or what she needed to do. So between just like that story and my other girlfriends that had reconstruction, and then they were struggling with trying to find bras that fit them because now they're a different size than they were. They're a different shape. They don't look the same. So many times you go into surgeries like that with an expectation of what it's going to look like, and then it doesn't. So just hearing all of those kind of stories made me go, oh, well, I wonder what it looks like to be a certified fitter of mastectomy. And I started that in May of one year and then ended up being certified by the end of that year. And it required me to sit down for boards. It required me to have 500 hands-on fitting hours. It, It included a lot of stuff. And in that... I learned a lot. I learned how a bra was really supposed to fit, how how the bra was supposed to work. Rather than putting all the pressure on your shoulders, it was supposed to um, be working. You know, the band was supposed to be doing its job. And I did that for a good year or two. And then I started having more and more ladies come to me that were not needing anything because of surgeries. They were just looking for a good fitting bra. And I'm the type of woman who, if I don't have it for you, I will send you somewhere else. I will find you another place to go. Even if it is right down the street, if they've got what you really need, it's much better for you to do that. You know what I'm saying? And what I realized, the more and more people were coming to me to ask me, can you help me just find a good fitting bra? The more I found there were not very many stores close by that took care of the sizes that they need because a lot of those ladies at first were bigger cupped girls. And what I learned was most stores, including myself, only carried about 30 to 35 sizes. I didn't have what they needed. So I would send them off to St. Louis. I would send them off to Cincinnati, even uh, north of Indy. You know, And each time it was two and three hour drive. And my ladies didn't want to do that. Some would do it, but not everybody was able to. So after a lot of coaxing, let's put it that way, by God, a few years gone by. And finally, I got the hint that God really wanted me to open my own store. And with me opening my own store, that would mean that I could carry so many more uh, ranges of sizes. I could take care of my itty bitties. I could take care of my not so itty bitties and everything in between. I, I did that. And as soon as we opened the doors, oh my gosh, it was crazy. You know, we opened the doors in this little Jasper, Indiana. Jasper, Indiana is not a large, large community. I think if everybody comes to work, we may have 27 to 30,000 people in Dubois County. So it's not big. The town I live in, you know, is only less than 300 people. Okay. Kind of gives you an idea. But when we opened the doors within, 24 hours, we had 19 fittings scheduled and it didn't stop. As we progressed, we had more and more people coming from all over. We now have 
ladies that come from 37 states and seven countries that come to our little shop. It, it was bizarre because remember, I don't like bras. I didn't like bras, but I loved the one-on-one connection and the teaching piece of being able to show people how a bra is supposed to fit. And that transformation that happens when you get the right style and size on, oh my gosh, it's just like when I first put on a prosthesis and a bra on somebody who'd had double mastectomy and they had come in feeling all slouchy and their hands crossed covering their chest and just like kind of inwardly locked, if that made sense. But then by the time that we got them fitted, their shoulders were back, their arms were down, their smile was across their face. And I don't think their toes even hit the ground. And I see that every single day. I don't like bras. If I could get away with not selling a bra, you know, that would be fine with me. It's the, it's that transformation piece that just warms my heart. Just like yesterday, I had a lady that drove an hour and a half to get in here and she has been struggling with bras and struggling with bras and we got her in the right size. And instantly she was like a little giddy kid. Oh my gosh, I didn't know I could look like this. I didn't even know it could feel like this. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then she had to run out to show her husband and all this. It was so cute. And every time I put another bra on her, she was just that much more excited. And it's that piece that honestly I'm addicted to. I love, I love to see how much a couple pieces of fabric, a couple pieces of wire, can do for a person. And I don't care how old they are or young they are. I have had, I've told you about my one little girl who is like a double D on one side and a B on the other and getting her in the right bra and how much of a difference that has made on her life. She's encouraging others and talking to others about her situation and how they can, they can, her friends can also overcome the things that, that they are facing. I think of my, I think of my little girls that don't think that they have anything at all, that they're barely a B or an A and I get them in the right size and they're, they end up being like a double D And yes, they might be a 30 around, but they're a D or a double D because remember the cup and the, and the band are tied together. Okay. I know it's kind of flippy on the brain, but it does. And as soon as they find out they're wearing a D or a double D, I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, like they've arrived as a woman. I've had other ladies who were just really as flat as can be. God love them. They'd done all the things, you know, they had the babies and they nursed the babies and they've done all the the feminine things, but it didn't feel feminine. And so to get them in the right bra and to get them in the things that they needed, and then they stand in front of that mirror and just tears roll down their, their face. It's not me. It's not anything that I've done. It's a matter of just getting them with the right products, getting them in the right sizes. It's just, it's a beautiful thing. We have had ladies who 
have been 60 and 65 years old and have the fitting for the very first time and get them in bras that are a little more fancy than the normal beige, black, and white, right? And it's like all of a sudden it pulls out their inner diva. It's crazy what a bra can do. And I'll tell you, the thing that I struggle with the most is not being able to help others. I know that when I go out to Arizona a lot, and I usually go out there uh, two, three times a year for different classes and different things. And there are ladies that will pull me aside. It's like, oh, I need you so bad. And I do my best to try to measure them and to do what I can and then mail the bras and that sort of thing. But I think that is my biggest struggle is knowing full well that there is someone in Tkipsie or in St. Louis or who's in I don't know anywhere you can I I can't think of a one th- one place at the moment but that there are there are ladies all over the nation who need a good fitting bra and that they don't have any clue what that's supposed to even look like or feel like or even how to find it I think that is my biggest struggle and that is why I've got this new project coming up. Just a little spoiler alert. We've got something new in mind. We've got something new in the in the works. But I'll tell you about that in a week or so. Okay. I love, oh my gosh, I love when I see these ladies and even coming back year after year after year. And I'll tell you, their needs change. I had one little girl who you know, she went through the nursing piece and then later on had to go through a reconstruction piece and then she was losing weight. So she needed some, some sports bras. We've had to go through different types of bras for her lifestyle for many ladies. And that's often the case. It's not a once and done thing that what you need today may not be the same thing that works for you tomorrow. If I look back on it now, and I'll be honest, I struggled with wanting to be a bra lady. I didn't want to be a bra lady. I mean, what does that have to do with the price of eggs in China? I mean, something like I told you at the beginning, I had these these grandiose dreams of bringing transformation and, and impacting women's lives. And I couldn't see how being a bra fitter could do that. I guess because me, you know, I'm not a really large busted person. I really didn't struggle with finding bras that fit me. I can go to pretty well any store and find the right size. So I didn't really struggle. I didn't have that problem. But it wasn't until, you know, we're coming up on the shop has been open six years as of May, this coming May. I've been doing this for 14 years coming up this May. And it's crazy to think God knew what he was doing to put me in this profession. What I thought it was just about bras 
is really so much more. You know, being able to feel comfortable when you're doing whatever it is you're doing, feeling supported so that you're not falling out everywhere or having to fuss and fidget and worry in the back of your mind that you're going to be embarrassed at any given time, or even cutting out the pain that having a bad broth creates, you know, the pain between your shoulder blades, the the neck and headache pain, the even the lower back pain. When I started this, I had no idea that a simple good bra fitting could solve so many problems for so many women. I had no idea that it could bring so much transformation and be life-changing. And not necessarily because they couldn't find the right size, but maybe because they just needed to know how they needed to wear them or how they were supposed to be worn, how they were supposed to fit. And to know that there's more than just one style. Girls, oh my gosh, that was a big learning for me. Bras are like jeans. Not all of us can wear Levi's 550 jeans or 501s, right? We're all cut differently and so are bras and so are bodies. So it's a matter of us getting, (laughs) you know, (laughs) this is funny. So my name, right? Melissa means honeybee. What does a honeybee do? Well, it cross-pollinates. It goes from this little flower to this little flower to this little flower and cross-pollinates to make sure everything's fruitful, right? Well, the way I look at it in my own head is I have this like Rolodex. And if you're too young for knowing how to Rolodex, it's like your contacts, okay? But having this little Rolodex in the back of my brain of all these different styles, all these different ways that bras are cut and what they do and how the shoulders are cut a little bit different or how the band the band is a little different. And then being able to see what a woman needs and cross pollinating them or connecting them with the right bra. It's crazy. It's like that was one of the things that I was made to do. I just, I go in there in a fitting room and I just have this sense of, okay, because of this, this, and this, they need this, this, and this. Isn't that nuts? Oh my gosh. If you'd asked me when I was coming out of high school and college, if I would ever do what I'm doing today, I would laugh at you. I would honestly laugh at you. This was not even on my radar. It wasn't. But here at 40 years old, thinking, is there more to life than what this is? And listening to my loved ones have a problem that, or I decided to figure out how to be the solution. If you would have told me that that would have grown into what I have today and what I'm doing today, I really would have laughed. So in closing, I want to challenge you. I don't care how old you are. If you're 20 years old or 60 years old, I want you to think about, or even 70, 80, I want you to think about the problems that you see around you in your life. What are people telling you about? What problems keep coming up and what problems really aggravate you? 
Because to me, the problem was, the original problem was that these ladies are not being fitted well and they're being humiliated in the process. And I just could not do that. I just couldn't stand that. So I wanted to solve that problem. I wanted to be able to fit them well. And I wanted an environment that felt like my living room, if that made sense. I wanted it to be comfortable. I wanted it to feel homey. I didn't want it to feel cold and clinical like so many breast cancer survivors have had to go through, right? I didn't want medical. So that is how I started to solve a problem. A little bitty salt, little bitty problem, little bitty problem. And that problem and the solution has just grown over the years. So I want to challenge you. Like I said, it's not too late. Oh my gosh, it's not too late. I started at 40 and some people think, oh my God, 40, that's over, over the hill. Now I'm going, oh my God, 60. I'm a whole, you know, it's not that old. It's not that old. It's never too old. We're not too late. Look at the problems that are around you. And what can you bring? What solution can you bring to those? That very thing may lead you to the most rewarding thing you've ever done with your life. It may lead you to bringing impact and transformation to the worlds that we have no idea. So that's it for me today. You guys have a fantastic day. And I am so I am so honored that I get to be your bra lady. I truly am. I love teaching you all the tricks and the tips and all those things so that you can have a great fitting bra so that you can feel comfortable and confident and do all those things that you dream of for your life. Have a great day. Ta-ta. Wasn't that great? It was another episode of Confessions of a Bra Lady with our favorite bra lady, Missy Helderman. She not only leaves us feeling empowered, confident, but also with a trick or two in our back pocket to conquer the world. We can't wait for you to join us next week. But in the meantime, you have a variety of ways to stay in touch. You can check out our website for all of your merchandise slash subscription slash getting to know us needs. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Handle The Bra Market. Or you can join our email club, available on our website. So until next time, we hope you have a great week where you feel stylish, confident, and able to tackle all the things on your to-do list. Until then, happy girls. Bye-bye.